it's time for you now to start creating your executive board in your company so that you have high level thinkers helping you grow and not just people who are waiting to be told what to do. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, man. We're happy to be here. Um, another wonderful week in entrepreneurship. Yes. How was your week? You know, I'm thinking about my week. I don't really know. I can't remember what I did last week. Oh, I got mad work done last Talk week. Talk about it. I got a whole lot of work done. So... I have been having an issue with an automation not triggering. There's a link in my bio. So I've just been having tech issues. You know how sometimes people say when it rains, it pours. Last week, there is a, uh, there's an automation that went down. So when people were getting started, we were having to manually send out credentials. So I got that taken care of. Um, Just realized that the email automation connected to that same campaign also went down, didn't think to check it. And now just realized Mm. that this morning. Also, um, there was an error with a link in my bio because one of the plugins on my website like expired or something or needs mm. to be updated. So my, there's a link in my bio that's not working and we've got the team um, on that. But last week was a really, really productive week. All I saw last week was dollar sign money. Just, I need a contractor to come fix this. I need somebody to come mm. take care oh, of Oh, money that. going out. Money going out. <clears throat> Mm. Money going out. Last week was a big money going out week. And then I had a pre-financial planning meeting with Kenny where there was just more money going out. Like, I got to spend money on all these different things, get more policies whoa, for whoa. this. What do you mean by, okay, pre-financial planning meeting? What do you mean? So, you know, Kenny is a wealth coach, mm-hmm. right? And um, because it's just a conflict of interest for him to be the person that manages my money because we're dating, like not in a marital status right now. We're boyfriend, girlfriend. Does he know how much you make? Yeah. He knows how much money I make. Um, but he doesn't need to necessarily manage it. However, I respect his feedback and advice so much that I wanted him to kind of have a pre-meeting so I can take it to somebody else and be like, this is what we need to do. This is what ah, we're doing. <laughs> I like it. I like well, it. Well, and it's, it's, it's not just because we are not married, um, but it's also because out of respect for his time, um, I don't like to be on anybody's back burner. Right, because he can't charge you. He cannot charge me. Yeah. But he can tell me, okay, we'll talk about it later tonight. Yeah. And if I have a question about a money move, like at noon, I need to be able to pull up on somebody at noon and have that conversation. So last week was like a lot of, um, you know, you didn't messed up, right? Conversations about my money. Mm -hmm. I can relate. Yeah. It it was a lot of like, God dang. So I needed to transition one of my businesses into an S Corp. Mm -hmm. And apparently I've missed the deadline for it to benefit me this year. Mm. So um, that's really, really important. Look at your business entity setup and how you have it legally set up because uh, LLCs don't get the same tax recognition as a corporation. But here's the thing. I'm seeing, because I, I, I'm, I'm hearing that advice from certain uh, areas, but there are some people that are only set up, with, like huge companies that are only set up LLCs. LLC, yeah. yeah. So it's I like, am- it's, it's confusing. It's not like 
there's not a clear answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is the frustrating part for me right now because I don't know. I don't, I don't know because everybody's giving different advice and different strategies. Maybe they all work, but I don't so know. So I think that's something that maybe we need to sit down um, when we do another mastermind. We need to sit down and like bring in some wealth coaches and let them all share their perspective. But I want to see the perspective based on like <clears throat> I grow my business like all of my strategies really came from studying the big box retailers, right? Um, even when it came down to designing my book cover, I went to Target and I went to Walmart and I scrolled up and down aisles to see what legacy brands have been on the shelves for a hundred years or more. And that's how I came up with my cover design, like the color scheme for it, because I wasn't attached to like a branding color scheme. So anyway, I say that to say like my marketing ideas come from what I see big brands do, all that good stuff. I would like someone to be able to sit down with me or with us and analyze or give advice and feedback with some case studies from entrepreneurs that we know today. But what are these legacy pioneers? What did they do? How are they? How are their businesses set up? Mm -hmm. What do we know about tax code that they're following? Yeah. Um, and not just guess this stuff. Yeah, for sure. And this is a... Uh... It's a challenging thing. Look back to one thing you said, like with, you know, like Kenny handling your like financial situation. It's my, I've realized that my friends are at a disadvantage because of the fact that I can't, the people that are closest to you, you don't want to like charge them like that, mm -hmm. but they need a more serious level of service. And if you give a discount, then it's not as serious. You know what I mean? So like, I, I feel like my friends are at a disadvantage and I'm at a disadvantage to my friends. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me ask you this question too. You do operations, right? Mm -hmm. You feel like it's more... Okay, so what is, what is your role for an operations person? Do you feel like... Like you come in and you help people with operations, but do you think companies need a full-time operations person to be most effective? Yes. Or it doesn't matter? I think so, yeah. So you're like a stand, you do stand in until. Yeah, what? so I will stand in, but it's from the role is full time, mm. right? But essentially what I am doing is. How do you do full time for multiple people though? Oh, it's, it's, it's really easy. It's all about organization and blocking out time. And then it's also about carefully picking your clients. So if you, you have to carefully pick your clients. Mm. I hand select the clients that I do this for because it can become overwhelming. Also, I have other people who help me out, you know, that work for my company. Usually what will happen, though, is what are you asking me specifically? <laughs> I don't know. I would, I, maybe like, a, you know what I mean? Like, I probably need, I need something on team, but I need yesterday's price. Okay. Um, so what usually happens, do I believe someone needs operations full time? Hands down. Mm -hmm. So your operator usually will come in and be the voice. Number one, most importantly, the CEO gets to CEO. The operations person is really behind the scenes handling the details of the day-to-day -day business. So handling team. Um, usually the CEO and the COO will meet, you know, on whatever frequency you want. But the COO meets with the rest of the team kind of make sure everything is delegated, the project management software is up to date. Like that person has people helping them. It's not just them doing all the roles. And if you have an operations person who's trying to physically do all the roles, 
that could potentially be why the situation works or doesn't work Mm -hmm. because you just can't do everything. Um, When it comes to hiring and implementing policies and and, uh, processes, I go a step further with my clients because I am also a business development strategist and I fine tooth comb all of your offers. Like, how valuable is this offer? How are we communicating the message on this offer? Can we communicate this message differently? Can we package it up? I work usually with your advertisement teams. And it's it's a lot because I understand just about every facet of business. But with my clients, everything has to see my eyeballs before it's a, before it's a go. And whether it has to see that CEO's eyeballs or not is up to the CEO and how much they want to be involved. But it's really to allow the CEO to do what they do and be the talent and be the skill set while the business and the functions and the management really happens on an operations level. So then you have your operations person, you may have an operations assistant, or you have um, a business manager. um, And then you have like, you know, your department leads eventually. You'll have your director of marketing, your director of sales, your director of, you know, whatever, and your assistant. Your operations person handles all of that. Mm. So... So just out of curiosity, how much would you charge to only work for one company? You couldn't afford it. Why not? How, first off, I'm asking for uh, for a friend. Don't <laughs> attack me. I'm just saying, if somebody came to you and said, <clears throat> I mean, you still do like your other business and stuff you do, mm-hmm. but I only want you to focus on the operations of this business. How much that be? So at this time, what I charge to not be exclusive to a brand is is a six-figure contract. So I don't even have a price because I don't think that's anything that I want to do. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't have a price on that. Interesting. I don't have a I don't have a price on that. Yeah, I mean if, you know, at this time right now it's $10,000 a month is what that looks like. What's yesterday's price? It's the moment that I released this program it was $10,000 a month. I know, so but this can is I yesterday's have, price. I'm, I'm saying can I have yesterday's price? <clears throat> That was zero because it didn't exist. Mm. The moment this this is this is the introductory price. Would you, Joe? Would you like Donnie a part of the team? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> oh, she's gonna make your life really hard. I will really be awesome. on Joe's every day. Do you hear me? Listen, Listen I, I run a tight quit. ship. I know you do. Now, here's the thing. So. Also, to be successful um, working with someone in operations, you have to be a CEO who is ready to like let go and see things through a different lens. Like you get on the same page, you make sure that the vision and the mission that, you know, you and your operations person are in alignment there, but you have to stop sending the text messages and following up on everything and, you know, check, check, check. Let the operations person do what the operations person does. I feel like she's attacking me a little bit. Right, Joe? A little bit. A little bit? Mm-hmm. Nah. So, I, no, I did. Uh, so, I just brought in my uncle. He's my uncle. And it seems like janky business. I'm bringing in my uncle. But he is literally a high-level CFO. But yeah. he was saying that a CFO, a lot of times, will double as a COO. Like, mm. for the opera. Because you find him where the money is going. And then improving certain processes to, um, to optimize the business. So I know that they will some they will cross paths, yeah, yeah from a budgeting perspective and a yeah. projections perspective. But, but a CFO and find. a CFO mm. are two completely different roles. 
Right. But he was saying that it's, it's rare to find somebody. Well, he's, let me tell you, he's coming in. He's traditionally a CFO and he's sure. uh, been uh, the CFO for, you know, huge, huge business. Actually started a business, then sold it, retired for a little while. Then he went to work for Diddy for a while. Um, yeah. As just, just, or just structuring his every business that he has. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, kind of turned the whole organization around and kind of left to kind of do his own thing. But I just got him. I just brought him on to... I think it's dope. Yeah, I company. think it's super dope. Like, I was just having a conversation with someone night before last. Like, my dream is to build a family business. Like, mm-hmm. whoever is qualified in my, in, my com- in my family in a role. Like, I have a lot of super intelligent family members. Mm-hmm. And if there is a position as my company grows that you qualify to come in um, for... And, and handle, I'm all for it. So my daughter works in my company. I'm about to, my mom is looking for something to do. She's retired, but she's antsy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm about to hire her. I'm not sure we're figuring out what the role looks like um, because <clears throat> you have to you have to manage and have expectations for family just like you would a stranger. I literally, on the way here, I had to have a conversation with my daughter. Like, I'm not your mom right now. I'm your boss. Mm-hmm. And um, if we have to have this conversation again, the next conversation will be about your future with the company. <laughs> right, but mom. <clears throat> yeah, well, she get that? No. no, she doesn't. Like, she gets it because I make it so easy. Like, you know, um, one thing that when it does come to hiring family, especially my daughter, who has seen m- me grow through every phase from super lost to not having to now having an abundance of. Um, you can go back and work for these people serving French fries out of a drive through window or putting scoops of ice cream in a cone if you want to, or you can come and work this beautiful job that your mom has created for you where you can literally be traveling like she likes to do or lay in her bed like she likes to do. It doesn't matter. I'm not overseeing. You don't even live in the same state. So what we're not going to do is... I watched her be an excellent employee on her job. Where was it? Chick-fil-A, right? She worked at Chick-fil-A and yeah. she worked at Kilwin's Ice Cream. And she was lit. And she was in at the Gap. And everybody like wanted to promote her to management level. They were always like, if I went by, they're always telling me how amazing she is. And so I expect that same level of excellence, that same standard of excellence when you're working for me. Like, if anything, you should want to work harder to build the family business. I'm literally guaranteeing you an executive level position upon graduation from college. You are not like all of your other friends. You don't have to think about what your next step is. It's here, Mm. but you're going to respect this position even while you don't necessarily need it. And typically she does an amazing job, but... She's a junior in college and, um, you know, there are some things that she has recently dropped the ball on. And I have to let you know, like, if you were Susie Q from up the street or the other country, Susie Q would be fired by now. So you got one more time. <laughs> right. Well, because me, I am your mother. Right. So I, I have no desire to hire a family. And actually, I, he's my uncle, but he's actually my best friend's uncle. But he's my, like, mm. really one of my... Play uh, uncle. Yeah, one of my first mentors, he, you know, he mentored me out of the Cheesecake Factory, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, I brought him on and really, shouts out to Marilyn, she had to convince him to take the money that I was giving him because he's like a, like, 
He's a, he's a seven-figure C- CFO. That's you know amazing. I mean? um, but he's he, he's working with us. But like to your point, money going out, mm-hmm. this whole week, I guess it's been like that for me too because I am just not afraid to bring somebody on, mm-hmm. right? So it's a young lady. Um, Shouts out to Angela McCoy. We actually have a meeting today. She's doing some PR stuff, but she remembered buying T-shirts from me at the kiosk and stuff like that. And she was, she's been doing some work for me, like um, like reaching out to her connects with the Breakfast Club and, you know, doing press releases and getting good responses. So that's another um, another expense. I was talking to Monray, like, yo, I want to do this big campaign. It's two things that I want to promote. I'm talking about like billboards, buses, all, like just go all out. Mm-hmm. Um, two, one, that um, the Social Proof Podcast is the number one podcast for entrepreneurs. I just wanted to say that and everybody see that. Mm-hmm. It's not even like a cause of action. It's just, you know how you see the billboards and you just, oh, wow, that's dope. Did I show you the, 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 the guy, the picture of the guy who said it's like the best interviewer on TV or something like that? Mm-mm. Let me show you. Let me show you. This was so dope because in, I hope he's, it's going to sound like shade, but it's not shade necessarily. So let me show you. So, Ernestine, she was an Ernestine. Ernestine, she saw this in in um, L.A. You can read it. You want to read it? The Carlos Watson Show. New episodes every weekday. The best interviewer on TV. In quotations, meaning someone said it. Someone said it. The best interviewer on TV. Hold on. You know what's crazy? No one said it, though. It's not like... <laughs> it's not like a quote and then you cite it. Underneath, it's just YouTube. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but but what's crazy is when she sent me this, and I don't know, can you... You can't see this, right, Joe? You're not gonna be, can you see that? Carlos Watson? Can you see it? You're not embarrassed to show your phone in that condition? Um, listen, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to grow as an entrepreneur. You see it? Can you see it? No, right? All right, so anyway, it says Carla Watson's show every weekday or whatever, best interview on TV. So I see it and I'm offended. I'm like, who called him the best interviewer on TV? Now, I'm not on TV, but I feel like I'm the best interviewer in the world. So I see it, I watch the show and eh, he's all right. You know what I mean? Like, no offense, Carlos. I love what you're doing in terms of marketing. When I was watching, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's the best interviewer on TV. But the fact that it's on buses and billboards, and I think I saw an ad, and he just went all out with it. I see that he has a lot of views, and I'm like, yo, he's the best interviewer because he says he's the best interviewer. So you, first of all, um, I was literally just having this thought a couple of days ago. You know, I'm big on manifestation. Mm -hmm. Your belief and your words yield your reality. And I know that you question it sometimes and and all this stuff. I don't question. It's just... Well, the cool thing is um, I keep seeing, like, for example, you changed your bio to the king of podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Um, One person said you were the king of podcasting. You changed your bio to it. And people see this subliminally, and now everybody says you're the king of podcasting. You're the king of podcasting. You're and I literally just saw this with somebody else who proclaimed themselves as like the king of something, 
and everybody says they're the king of something. Brandon does a really good job at this with photography and videography. Your videographer is trash. Your videographer is trash. So now everybody thinks that he is the king of like whatever he says goes about videography and photography, right? The way you, you have to be so great in your own mind first that you can speak these words of greatness over you. And if I say, oh, the other thing, David says all the time, Donnie is the best business coach in the whole world. I will look at the applications of people who apply to work with me and they will literally say, I have to work with you. You're the best business coach in the whole world. Mm. When I come onto the morning meetup, the comments are, here's the best business coach in the whole world. I never said it, but now I can say it because Mm. all these other people are saying, all you have to do is plant the idea. That's a fact. All you got to do is plant the idea. And then other people, like when you when you think of in the in the music industry, the biggest boss, who is that? Rick Ross. Rick Ross. When in the music industry, when you think about the baddest chick, Trina. Trina. Listen, man. There's a difference between announcing you have a business, a new business, and launching your business. Announcement means, hey, I got this product. Link in my bio. That doesn't work. You have to launch your business. It's got to be a big deal. Now, Nehemiah Davis, and this is somebody that I am personally mentored by. He is putting together the fast launch blueprint. Okay, and he put this thing together, something that he's used, and thousands of other people have used his signature launch strategy to their own success. So he put together the fast launch blueprint and he's giving it to you, which I don't know why, for a dollar. So if you go to fastlaunchblueprint.com, it is a dollar. Now, I understand this might change, but if you go to fastlaunchblueprint.com, you will be able to get this signature launch strategy that has worked for him and thousands of other people, including myself, for $1. Go to fastlaunchblueprint.com. Back to the episode. All you have to do is plant the seed. All you got to do. That's all you got to do. And then go like hard with it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see this joint everywhere. So let me tell you the two. One, and we got to do a, um, as we go through the strategy, we got to do a, a photo shoot because you're going to be on billboards. And I was, I was about to ask like, dang, should Donnie pay me too? If I'm, what do y'all think? Is it fair? If she's on a billboard with me, should she come off a couple dollars? No? Yep. I want you to know that the Social Proof Podcast makes a lot of money and the budget from the Social Proof Podcast revenues is That's what's actually paying for these marketing. And plus, the billboards are going to look better with Dottie on there. The anyway. billboards so, are definitely going to look better. I know how this works. So anyway. Do one, I need to book Al? Who's Al? Photographer. I'll probably book Rias. I don't know or, who that is. Uh, you know Rias? Mm-mm. I just need my or photos Brandon to be Ramsey. dope. He's, we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll do two shoots. Maybe we'll do Because we both two. need, we need, we need. Because I got the best photographer in the world. Can I finish my story? Shout out to Shine Photos, Shout Al Dixon. Okay. Um, yes. So, yes. So one is this campaign of the number one podcast for entrepreneurs. Love it. Right? Mm-hmm. Another campaign is David Chance is the best interviewer on the internet. I like that too. So I want to go hard with both of these messages. But going hard with both of these messages require 
a PR person that's mm-hmm. going to actually like put the fuel on that. Okay. I already have David who does the ads, the social media ads, but then we got to hire Monray to come up with this whole launch strategy and all that kind of stuff. Then we got to pay the billboard people. But this whole week has been about investing money. It's like all it's all of it go all of it's going out. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So I'm paying Tony and I'm still paying all the other people on the team and I'm bringing people on and I'm thinking about if I can get yesterday's price from Donnie, but it's, it's just, it's so much going out. It's so much, it's so much going out, but people don't understand. Like, it's like the more money you make, it's not like the more you save. For me, Mm. it's been the more money I make, the more money I invest. And then the more money you make. And then the more money you make and you just... You never necessarily stop that cycle. Rinse and repeat. So people ask this all the time. Um, and I used to say it <clears throat> in diff- in a different way. But Kenny helped me say it best. Where should you invest your money? When you start making money as a business owner, what should I do with my money? People say invest back in the business, but people don't know what that means. The very first thing you need to do is invest back into the business. But people don't know what that means, though. The best investment that you can make if you are just starting to make some money or making the big bucks is invest back into your business. So what does that mean? Mm-hmm. We want to talk about it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I bought a chain with the logo. I did. Sleep is for, it's not, it's not done yet, but. Is it big like this? Is it going to be one of these? It's a little, I mean, it's two and a half inches. Chance, who influenced this decision? I, it was my own decision. No, somebody did that for me. <laughs> no, 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 but. It's me investing in my business because you need marketing. <laughs> it was like, uh, excuse me, to the mic, please. I got a chain. That's investing in your business, right? That's a, you're an embarrassment, Shan. <laughs> Chief Kennedy, um, can't you just buy a, a digital billboard and run your stuff on it and just? Charge other people for space there. on it. You space. could, I suppose. I mean, I, I don't know if that's more money than just uh, putting this. Stuff it's for on. sure more money. Yeah. So it's like, okay, do you buy, do you buy a building and rent out for Airbnb? Let's say you buy a building for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you rent out for Airbnb, and you're charging eighty dollars a night. Mm-hmm. How long does it take you to get that two hundred fifty thousand back? Or do you just lease it for for you know, $1,800 a month. And you take the other money that you were going to spend and you buy more, then it brings money back. Yeah. Or, did, I mean, but you still got to buy the, you still have to buy the actual billboard, which those ain't cheap. But I, but honestly, that that was the first search. Because I'm always thinking, let me just buy it. And obviously you can rent it out to other people, but Myra said something to me. She said, do you want it? Like, what's your budget? And I hate that question because I never have the answer to it. Mm-hmm. And she put it to me like this. She said, do you want to just do like, just, you know, some stuff here, test it? Or are you trying to do Times Square, like budget, budget? And that's when I asked her about yesterday's price. So what is uh, your but budget? You can got, I don't have one. So you never gave her a budget? No, I'm just saying, put, give me both options. Tell me what the number is. Then I'll be like, oh, well, that's the budget. So you wanted her to just put something together for you? A proposal, yes. Okay. Anything wrong with that? No, that's fair. I mean, so it's nothing wrong with that when the proposal doesn't take you know, like a whole significant amount of time. But in businesses where a budget is required, like what's your budget for the event or what's your budget for the I wedding? I never have an answer. 
you're not about to take me through all these hoops, right? So I would usually have like some imaging set up. Well, if your budget is 5,000, this is kind of what your wedding could look like or your campaign could look like. If it's 25,000, this is what we got. If it's 100,000 and that's the end. I am not going to go through and be calling all these venues and all this stuff, trying to find out how much this, that, and the other calls. And it takes me all week to do it. And then I come back to you and say, well, it's going to be 103,000. And you said, well, my budget was more like 10,000. Well, here's the thing though. And somebody could take that. Okay. Let's say for instance, your coaching is $10,000 a month, right? Right now. No, not my coaching. Or your... Operations. Your operations. Mm -hmm. Okay. You get what I'm saying. Let's say, let's say 10,000. Somebody says, hey, uh, my budget is $25,000 a month Mm -hmm. to work on these systems. Mm -hmm. You are not going to say, and maybe you would, I don't know, but you're not going to say, all right, well, good. I'm only 10,000. No. A lot of times we're <laughs> going to spin that bread. Like, I, I want to get it done. If you feel like you can get it done with 20000 I don't need you to necessarily just start throwing stuff at the wall and stretching to fifty because I set my budget to 50000 mm-hmm. Now, on the flip side, that Social Proof alumni dinner, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, we're going to spend maybe $40,000. It wound up being $70,000. But I saw how, like, this is what we need to get done. But if I'd have said seventy, it would have probably been... 90. You know what I mean? You understand? So that's why I never thought, because I, one, I never thought of budget because I don't have one. But two, I just want to know what you feel like can get me the result that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And that's then fair. you put it back that way. That's fair. Oh, but okay. Investing in your business. What does this mean? Yeah. So investing into things that will help you be more efficient as a business or as a CEO. Mm-hmm. So that can be things like maybe finally now you upgrade a couple of systems. You got some money and you've been using all the free level systems. Now you're making money. Maybe upgrade your systems to some of the paid uh, plans so that you can access more features. Um, Maybe start investing now into a team. So who do you need on your team? Maybe you need somebody in tech. Maybe you need operations. Maybe you need an assistant. You invest back into your business that way. Um, maybe it's time for you to start having some legal conversations. Make sure you're protecting the brand. I just you didn't get that. You, didn't, too. you need an attorney. You need a trademark. You need proper setup. Let's go ahead and invest back into that. These are all things that allow you to operate at a higher level, thus yielding you a greater return. Maybe you're like a, a cash back kind of investment is investing into your marketing. So maybe you're putting more money into your ads or you're starting ads or you're paying influencers. And these are things that can multiply back in real time and quick time. So, you know, sometimes somebody will say, well, I got $10,000. You know, what stock do I put it in? I don't know. I don't know. That's like a huge gamble for me because I'm not a stock market expert. Do I invest? Sure, but I'm not an expert. But I do know that if I invested back into a marketing effort in my business, whether for me it's like uh, crazy content mm-hmm. or whatever that partnering with people to do things, I know that that's going to yield a return in the next thirty days, if not faster. For sure, I would I would say the first step when we're going to like invest into your business is identifying what you want to accomplish. Yep, you know what I mean. Not just investing for investing sake. So I'm having a problem with let's say the finances, which is. Look at, look, and, and my mentor said something to me the other day. He said, you see all these people online 
They really know how to make money. But most of them, if you peel back that curtain, the finances are all over the place. Yeah. People don't know how to build and sustain a business. We just know how to make money, myself included. So I understand how to go make money. But in terms of sustaining the business, that's why I'm bringing... That's essentially why I'm bringing people on. So I want like sustainability now. So mm-hmm. I'm having an issue. I don't know where the money's coming from. I don't know what my profit is. I don't know. I, I just don't have the answer to these questions. So I invest into my business. How do I invest? I bring on somebody that is a CPA, an mm-hmm. accountant, to reconcile all my books so that we can like really get our tax stuff together and all that kind of stuff. I feel like I'm flying by the seat of my pants in terms of I have an idea and I'll just execute it. Yeah. And it's been working. It, it works out well. But for us to really scale to a whole nother level, I need somebody who understands operations and putting them in place. So I invest into my business to get that objective done. So I think the first thing we just got to identify, what is it that I want to do? Do I want to get more customers? Mm-hmm. Well, let's invest specifically in how do we get more customers? Yeah. Not just investing in your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's my thoughts. Yep. I totally agree. That's all you got? Oh, I did good then. So maybe I'm the best business coach in the world. All right, so second thing, second thing. And I think right now, and this is like a true thing for me right now. So, no, let me let me actually comment no, on that. Oh, you don't like <laughs> me saying I'm the best business? Okay, no, I'm going to finish. You're no, done. No, no, no. You're done, Dottie. Okay. No, so I don't want people to get the misconception that investing to get more customers is always the right first step. It's not. It's not. Because if you got terrible But my first step was what? Yours? What was my first step? Your assistant? No. What was my first step? Yes. Oh, just now. No, that wasn't my first step either. What was my first step? What did I just say? Figure out what what the objective is. So everybody's everybody's objective is to get more customers and make more money when sometimes it needs to be my objective is to implement something that's going to free my time or help me fix the problem, help me become more organized or help me reduce customer complaints or help me reduce refunds and chargebacks. These are all scenarios, guys. Yeah. So identifying the problem and figuring out how do I solve this particular problem? And that's where we need to start targeting that money. Mm -hmm. Right. I was going to say something else before Donnie cut me off. Where was I going? It was important. I know. You know why? I cut you off. Because, listen, you do it all the time. Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. Yes, I do do it all the time. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) And you know, some people are like, yo, not to cut you off, but they're cutting (laughs) you off. But I'm going to cut you off. Um, I think right now, and this is like my fear right now, am I over-investing? Because I am so ready to just expand and throwing money at problems don't solve the problems. Yes. The answer Wiggins. is yes. Yo, David will throw... Hire What's up? David will throw money out just on a whim. David sent me two properties on... What day of the week was that? On Sunday, I think. Mm-hmm. David might have sent me two properties, investment properties to look at. One was a piece of land. One was an actual structure. And I swear within the hour, he's like, what's up? We, we doing it? We getting it? We, we doing it? Y'all ready? You got the cash? We, we meeting? 
sir, Amen. calm down because yeah. we need a due diligence first, right? Like we need to actually look into this. And so right now it works. But it but takes me forever to add shrimp to a pasta. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah. <laughs> Right now it works, but you know that with each new level, the conversation changes mm-hmm. and then the problems that you face, you know, change. Yeah. As you grow in in success and as you grow in your net worth, you're going to be interested in different deals, larger deals where, you know, $300,000 house, it goes good, fantastic. It doesn't go good, it's $300,000 house, whatever. Fix it, let somebody live there. But you're going to, we're both going to start making million-dollar investment decisions. 100%. And we have to have people around us who, who tap us on the shoulder and say, hold on, let us do some due diligence on this. And sometimes you can't be afraid to miss out because there's a lot of like time is of the essence kind of opportunities too. Well, if we don't do it right now, then we're going to miss out. Well, so maybe this time we miss out on this. I'd rather miss out than misstep. Yeah. Well, I, I will say, go ahead. Speaking on the uh, real estate investment. Introduce yourself, brother. You don't care. I am your Cobb County real estate expert advisor. From Hold Abdullah. on one second. Did you switch to him, Joe? Which camera? Which camera? Is it's picture in picture? All right, change one to me, so I can see which one changes, and it don't change. I'm sorry. Okay, maybe not. Okay, go ahead. I'm, okay, that changed to me just now. Yes. All right, so it was on Donnie a second ago. Go to Ephraim. Let me see Ephraim's real quick. Let me see. See, I know what I'm talking about. Mm. Go for it, Ephraim. <laughs> you you Let me make a note. It's picture in picture. Yeah, you, you got write up. You got write up forms. Yeah, we're going to write Joe up. <laughs> Do you okay. have write-up forms? In, in no, the... we need some. If I come on board, first thing I'm executing is a write-up form. But you said I'm over-leveraged, so yeah. maybe we hold off on it? We can't yeah. afford Donnie right now. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, Ephraim. Yeah, I'm your Cobb County real estate expert advisor, Ephraim Abdullah, and I help families build wealth through home ownership. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. He's not there, Joe. I'm <sighs> looking at I'm looking at it. <laughs> In picture in picture. I'm looking dead at it right now. Let me see that one. Let me see the how does it change? What? The change on the okay, it's on Ephraim right now? It's on you and Donnie and Ephraim. So when the viewers both together. The viewers are watching, they see you all. Oh no, just go straight to Ephraim. Oh, I thought you were on Ephraim. I'm over here wiping my lips and stuff, thinking I'm not on camera right now. Now that I know top right, I know what the camera's on. Okay. All right, cool. Go for it. Yeah, I gotta come here every week. This is fun. This is fun. Yeah, yeah. But uh speaking about real estate investing. You always need an expert in the area that you're looking at. I mean, you're the podcast king. Donnie's the business coach, greatest business coach in the world. Mm -hmm. I'm your real estate expert. So you need to run those deals by your expert so you can be sure you're doing the proper due diligence Mm -hmm. and not just throwing money out there, Dave. I feel that. You got some commercial buildings? What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. 
Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people t- listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal um there's plenty of commercial buildings just let me know exactly which i know you're looking for something over eight thousand square feet yeah that's a fact. off market we can find yeah, that. it wasn't when even necessarily off market. It was just, I, let me just tell you how I'm so just out the loop. I looked at everything on LoopNet and mm. I went, there, there was nothing on LoopNet. So I feel like I need something off market. But then I was talking to uh, Denise, uh, shout out to Denise, the broker. She was like, uh, bro, LoopNet is for all the stuff that's sold already. <laughs> mm. All that stuff is sold already or nobody else wants to buy it. But there's yeah. like there's more stuff you can pay for, right? <laughs> yeah, there's more stuff you can pay for. And actually with commercial, there's a lot of stuff that's off market because uh, commercial brokers, commercial agents work with each other a lot. Mm-hmm. And they don't necessarily put, there's something I just learned a little while ago, but they don't necessarily put their properties on in the system, in the MLS, on LoopNet, things like that. So a lot of mm-hmm. times you have to have direct uh, relationship with a commercial broker or agent to be able to find out different. They have their own different little networks that they pay for. Gotcha. Yeah. But you know what, you know what, Ephraim, when I when I talk to you, because you brand yourself as the Cobb County real estate expert. Right. 
I know what you're thinking. How the heck do you make money from a podcast? Is David just doing this podcast because he likes it or there's a heavily monetized strategy attached to it? Well, it's both. I really love talking and interviewing people and getting free game from really successful people. But also, um, this is a seven-figure podcast. I'm telling you right now, there's so much money in podcasting and we're early in the space. I really feel like it's 2009 and I'm telling you to buy Bitcoin. I'm right now telling you to start podcasting because in five, 10 years, it's skyrocketing. Those are the names that are going to be the ones who have the voices in our world, the ones that start a podcast right now, okay? So I put together everything I know about podcasting in an easily digestible program, okay? So go to podcastersblueprint.com and you know I got to give you all some love, okay? Enter code social proof. I'm taking 20% off so you can get your voice heard, all right? So this podcast that you're loving and enjoying, there's other people that's going to love and enjoy yours too, okay? Podcastersblueprint.com. Let's get back to the episode. You know why I didn't reach out to you? Because you thought I only deal, in, deal with real estate in Cobb County. Just Cobb County. And, and it if makes it's me... not, you need to stop saying that immediately. Hmm. See, I was I was on the morning meetup and y'all started talking about it and I was like, I want to interject, but I can't because unless your vision is I just want to be the king of Cobb County. Mm-hmm. And you don't want anybody to consider you for anything down the street in Atlanta. I, I, I really only, if I was thinking about Cobb County, you're my guy though. Right. You know what I mean? If I'm about to go to right. Cobb County, I got I to gotta holler at him. He's the king of Cobb County. But I don't know how. Well, I, I, go, I go back and forth on it because I do want to be known as the king of Cobb County. But I, I mean, Why, some, some, things, some things in, what's that? Why? Why? Um, for me, it's just the niche niching down, you know, um, not trying to be spread too thin, trying to do too many things in too many places. Niching down but, is commercial or, like, I, I, I know some people that do, I know this guy, Rick Arzette, he's been doing it for 27 years. He specializes in churches. Mm-hmm. You try to get his church sold, he's the guy. He's the guy. Mm-hmm. He knows how to negotiate those deals. Absolutely. But I'm open, A so. county is, I don't know. Um, Mm. it's a possibility. Like I think about reality shows and you got the agents who only sell like Beverly Hills or Mm -hmm. uh, Calabasas and things like that. I'd be okay with Atlanta. But Cobb County is like... Cobb County is just doing Cobb County. Mm -hmm. If you... If your desire is to get clients all over the state or at least in the metro area... Mm-hmm. Um, just stick, just saying that you're the king of Cobb County is losing a lot of business for you, especially if you're branding that online. Mm-hmm. I absolutely wouldn't do it. Um, I would in real estate if it were me, and I'm a former real estate professional. Um, if it were me, I would say, you know, I specialize in luxury real estate, or I'm the queen of selling condos, or mm-hmm. I've my specialty is in property management, or you know, I work in. Um, the downtown Buckhead, Midtown area, you know, only that's that's an idea because there's a lot of high-end properties and you can really make a lot of money um, doing that. And they're very nice and high-end properties in Cobb County as well. But I would maybe pick like the audience that you're going for because, mm-hmm. you know, if everybody wants to buy $30,000 houses in Cobb County, and but there's like million-dollar properties, mm-hmm. I would narrow it down to an audience. I'm the king of residential property and, you know... This is all I do is residential property, minimum $300,000. If you're looking, like Kiana the other day posted, if you are looking to become an investor and purchasing investment property, I am not your person. I specialize in luxury real estate in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think you you would think about it too from not a, so if you were saying like Atlanta, Atlanta, I yeah. when people ask me where I live, I or if I'm out of town, where are you from, Atlanta? I don't say DeKalb County, even though I live in DeKalb County, I don't technically live in Atlanta, right? But mm-hmm. Atlanta encompasses the whole metro area. It actually encompasses Cobb County, yeah. Fulton right. County. Uh, Douglas County, right? Right. But also, if if someone, you're, you're banking on people one, 100% living in Cobb County. So for instance, if somebody wants a condo, how willing are they to buy a single family home? Or if somebody really wants them. a single family home, they want like, yo, I want a, a two-story um, uh, house and I want X amount of land, how willing are they to get a townhouse? They're not. Not very. Or even think about, you know, because if you brand yourself as the king of Cobb County, I'm your client and I'm open. I could live in Cobb County or I could live in South Fulton County mm-hmm. because there's a building. You know, but I'm thinking, well, he does Cobb County, so I'm going to use him to show me everything in Cobb County. I'm going to get somebody else to show me stuff everywhere else. Sure. And then you call me and you're like, hey, Donnie, I got some more listings for us to see this weekend. And I'm like, oh, Ephraim, I just put a contract down on this property mm-hmm. in Douglasville or or in, yeah, in Douglasville. <clears throat> and you're like, and you didn't tell me? Oh, no, 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 no. I thought you only did Cobb County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was using you for that and I had somebody else showing me all the areas that you didn't cover. Yeah, and the, the point I was going to make with the, the condo mm-hmm. and the housing is if someone's looking for, let's say, yo, I want a condo and I want it in Cobb County, but you're branding yourself as like the condo king, right? Mm-hmm. Condo. Mm-hmm. Did I say it right? Condo king. <laughs> <laughs> the, the condo king. If you're like, yo, I found a con- condo it's not in Cobb County. It's actually in Fulton. You want to check it out? Of course, because I'm looking for a condo. But that that Cobb County, it really boxes you in, in terms of... I, and I'm giving you a real-life example. I didn't even mm-hmm. think about you being an expert in, like, off of Buford Highway area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or warehouses. You know what I mean? So... Niche down more specific to your audience type. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure... You got to niche up and then niche down a little bit. Yeah. Niche I would, out I would, of Cobb County and then niche down. <laughs> and then niche down. I would pick an audience type. What type of property do you love to and want to sell? I don't think it's specific to Cobb County. I think you just mm-hmm. were wanting to brand something. But brand, right. the, brand the audience type or the property type you want to serve. Mm. And then just go ham with yeah. that. First time home buyers. Like, all, like just... Niche up and then niche up out of Cobb County and then niche down into something. Niche on up and then niche it on down. There it is. Good. Yeah. I am kind of. I appreciate all this free business coaching. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I'm kind of <laughs> one of the best business now that I think about it. You are. You are, David. That's what's up. Okay, so yeah, um, over, yeah, over, you can overinvest, mm-hmm. right? Because I am so willing to invest. In whether it's people, um, systems, I just like, yo, let's just throw some stuff at the wall and let's just go. But I need to slow down, I think. Yeah, you have to slow down Mm -hmm. and you want to remain liquid in real time. Mm. So, you know. I'm conflicted on that. You have to remain liquid in real time, in my opinion. Mm. Another pandemic could come. All your money is tied up in investments. 
the real estate market crashes. You can't pull money from there. What do you do today? So I believe, I think maybe it's best practice to create maybe a monthly investment budget or a quarterly investment budget. And you say, I have this to work with. I'm looking for investments that fit into this budget. My only exception is what, you know, is if there is a a once in a lifetime great deal opportunity and then you define the parameters of what a great deal looks like to you. Like I'm going to get an 8% return or an 8X return minimally. It, It doesn't require more than this. It, you know, set some parameters up for it so that you're sticking inside of a boundary, but you have to have a boundary. Mm-hmm. I think I need an investment budget into my look too. You do because your upper thigh right now, this thing the that's happening came is like killing me. It's like that. You should have left them where the they distress. were. distress. This is what all the kids are wearing. <laughs> you should have left them like that. Yo, no, yo, no it wasn't just the distress. You guys, his pocket was slid over to the side. So his upper thigh meat was exposed. Can we talk about entrepreneurship? And maybe please? you can't see it here, but it's it's distracting <laughs> in a negative way. <laughs> Are you done? I am okay. done. Cool. Um, so, um, any 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 questions on investment, investing in your business? Because I think this is like something we really. Yes, Donnie. Yo, yo, <laughs> yo, Donnie. This is our way of saying I got something to say. <gasps> No, so I wanted to say when you just hit on, you made another good point, David, that you need an investment budget. Even though I gave the point, though, like I'll say something, then I mean, try to make the point, and then go ahead. I'm sorry. So you made another good point based off of the advice that I gave you to create a budget. Mm -hmm. If you are going to, when you begin to, because it's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. When you begin investing back into your business, whether it's in systems or marketing or team, every single department, a successful company who's operating in a smart and efficient way has a major budget, like an annual budget. And it's broken down into quarters. And then that's further broken down into months. Mm -hmm. In every single department, you need to create a budget. You need a marketing budget. You need a payroll budget. You need an um, like a miscellaneous budget. Mm-hmm. You need if you have, you know, um, if you have rent or things like that, you need a rent budget. Whatever your major departments are in your business, you need a, a budget for that. So when the time comes, it makes it easy. You're on the same page. There is no confusion or mishap because this is the budget. It is what it is. So, for example, if you have a ten thousand dollar marketing budget for this month. And you've spent nine thousand. We know that we're not going to use that extra thousand dollars. You have a decision to say, okay, mm. I'm going to allow this thousand dollars to carry over into next month's budget for marketing, or I ran out of money here in payroll. I really need this contractor to come in and do X, Y, and Z today. I'm going to borrow this thousand dollars from my marketing department and put it over in payroll so I can pay this person to do it. You stick to the budget and you're spending in alignment with the budget that you've planned out. That is good, Donnie. Yeah. That is really good. Good. I'm going to put together a marketing budget. How much I want to spend. You need a budget, period. So a payroll budget, you know, like your payroll shouldn't be more than about 30% of the revenue that you're bringing in every single month. So you need to know what that number is. If you bring in $100,000 a month, then your payroll shouldn't exceed $30,000 a month. And then you break that down. You look at how many people are getting paid what. Can I hire? 
Well, according to the budget, I have another $2,500 left. What position do I need and can fit into that monthly budget? That's how you start making decisions based on data and strategy rather than I need a person right now. Let me get them. Mm, that's good. That's it. That's an awesome point. Um, so I didn't really have a question. I had a statement refreshing that people that I look up to are kind of having some of the same issues that I'm having. So it brings it back to like a real place that it's okay. We're all trying to figure it out. We're making money and now it's how to keep our money and how to budget our money and how to be more strategic. So I thank you for sharing. That's what you're working on right now because that's what I'm working on right now. And when I look at people like you guys, I'm like, dang, I'm sure they got that together. So, oh. <laughs> so you know, that was definitely refreshing that hey we're climbing the mountain together yeah, sure. and then if we could like get some workshops because we're having that problem I think we're starting to be able to make money but we're not knowing how to manage the money we're yeah. not having strategic plays and understanding and budgeting conversations yeah. and a lot of the stars in the industry they're kind of teaching the same thing so we can kind of like help us like strategically work our businesses better and smarter I think that's a great area for us to dive into as entrepreneurs yeah Yo, here's a crazy thing. Some of those people, they back ends is messed up too. It's so much easier yeah. to teach somebody what you should do than to actually do it. Because, okay, we could say you've got to have, we could agree that you should have an accountant, right? Okay. Oh, thanks. Do we need new ones, Joe? Oh, I keep playing with my fault. Okay. Um, we all agree we, we need an accountant, right? Mm -hmm. But what happens when you have the wrong accountant? That poses a whole nother problem. A whole other problem. A whole nother problem. So now, not only do you have the wrong person and they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, or much worse, they're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. But because they know a little more than you, you're good. So that's why I, I had to bring in uh, my Uncle Tony to like, oversee and see what's going on. Somebody from the outside looking in to say, uh, let me let me look at the operate. Did you have a call with Tony, Joe? You had a call? How was it? What y'all talk about? It was real quick. I thought it was going to be longer than that. We just talked about what my role in the business mm -hmm. was and that was yeah. it. Yeah. So he's talking to everybody in terms of finding their roles <laughs> and he's drawing a conclusion and this is what he told me and here go Donnie. I told you. Well, amongst a lot of the conclusions is that I'm, I'm not, I'm not giving people the authority to carry out their job, which is another challenge. Because, you're a micromanager, Dave. Yeah. You know why you're a micromanager? Typically, because you're not confident in the performance of other people. What? No. Not that I'm not confident in the performance of other people. I'm confident until I'm not confident. I'm not confident until... So, Joe, when you start taking over the T-shirts, right? I'm not calling Joe and bothering him until I get an email. Yeah. If, if I get too many emails, now I'm like, okay, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. So imagine, imagine you're investing in people to help your business, but it's not helping. Yeah. This is, this it's stuff stressful. is tough. Business, it's stressful. Man, people think business stuff is easy. All them people that's like making them money, they take screenshots of their sales and all that kind of stuff. 
Don't believe the hype out here. Don't believe the hype <laughs> at all. I work with a lot of your favorite entrepreneurs who behind the scenes, it is a hot, chaotic mess. Absolutely. And it's okay. The reason that I say it's okay is because most of us are first generation entrepreneurs. We did not have a blueprint. We did not learn this in school. Those of you who went to school for business management and marketing and, and you know, organizational structure and all this stuff, you still didn't learn anything that's super executable in your business in real life. So it is okay if you are an entrepreneur who right now today, your back end is messed up. What's not okay is not investing back into your business to put things in place to fix those right. things, right? And so we're all just learning. You know, I'm, I specialize in sales and operations business development. Well, I am in the process of putting, you know, developing my own business and I get stuck. I get, it's so easy for me to execute in David's business or anybody else's business. It's super easy for me to execute. But when it comes down to mine, it's like, what do I do? I'm challenged. It's super easy for me to push somebody and say, you can do it. And you go and you go live seven days a week and you do this, that, and the other. But when it comes to me, I have the, I have my own mental, you know, battles that I deal with that for whatever reason doesn't allow me to do it. It's so if your business is chaotic behind the scenes, that means number one, it's a great position to be in because that means that you have business happening. Yeah, for sure. And congratulations. You're normal. <laughs> congratulations. You're normal. <laughs> okay, you're normal. But now it's time to say, now it's time to ask yourself, am I a business right now or am I business for a long time? Am I business for a legacy? And you have to start doing what legacy brands are doing. We have to start reading the books, getting the information and not necessarily worrying about how do you fix it? It's not your responsibility to worry about how you're going to fix an issue that you got yourself into. You got yourself in the mess. You probably aren't qualified to get yourself out of it. Yep. It's not about how, it's about who. Mm -hmm. Who do I know? Who do I know that can sell me a house in Cobb County? Who do I know that can help me put a podcast together? Who do I know that can help me get clarity in my business idea and get my back office into shape, right? Who do you know that can help you do these things? But these are serious conversations because it is actually faster to go out of business than it is to become successful in business. Yeah. It doesn't take as long to lose it all as it took to get it, even a percentage of it. Yeah, for sure. You might, you, I, I know a billionaire who they still got financial issues. So much, there's troubles behind the scene. And imagine this, you're working with somebody and you're making, I don't know, a few million dollars, 10 million, right? Really good business. And you have a CFO or an accountant that can handle that. But the business grows to 100 million. You probably need somebody else. Mm -hmm. Because th they can execute on this particular level. So I'll, I'll tell y'all. Um, so Jen is, a, she, she, she operates systems and she knows what she's doing in terms of systems. When I brought her on, she organized everything. But as we grow, there's challenges. So she has to continue to grow in terms of like analyzing a whole nother problem that you're not familiar with. Mm -hmm. So no knock against it. As my business grows, I can't handle it who I am right now. Eventually, I'll be able to handle it. I can be honest and say, I don't know how to handle it. 
That's why I'm bringing people on. I'm bringing on experts. I'm, I'm pouring back into the business because I know at this level, I need time to grow into the business. And then eventually, I'll be able to handle it. We're good. We got it covered. We're straight. But as the business continues to grow, I'm going to, there's going to be have, there's going to have to be replacement of people. And even Tony was telling me, sometimes you'll see that the CEO, the business outgrows the CEO yeah. and a smart CEO will hire a CEO that can handle the growth yeah. and move out of the way and say, okay, I'm the president, you're the CEO, you run the company. Yep. It's just, it just is what it is. I cannot wait for the day that I have to hire a CEO. What? I cannot wait for the day that I have to hire a CEO. Like, the the goal is, the goal should be to have a plan in place and be operating in a manner that you replace yourself eventually. Like, the goal in your business, if we're talking about legacy business, should be, how do I replace me? How do I get myself out of this, but still keep ownership of my business? And that's why it's so important to learn as early as possible um, how to delegate, what your strengths are, what you what you can do and what you don't do well, right? What do you want your business to look like in 50 years? And guess what? Many of us won't be here in 50 years. Start, put a plan in place, get your business stabilized, but put something in place. Start visualizing what your business looks like in your absence, Prepare your set, prepare your business for your exit. Yeah. And that doesn't mean for your exit and ownership. It just means from your exit because your business will only grow. Your business will perform at the level of your weakest link on your executive leadership team. Right. And if you're your only executive leader right now in your company, your business is only going to grow to the level as advanced as you are. If you don't know anymore, you can't grow anymore. So you have to continually be bringing... <laughs> it's a law. That's a law. It's a law. Say it again. Say it if again. If you don't grow any... If you don't know anymore, you can't grow anymore. Dang, that's a law. If you don't know anymore, you can't grow anymore. So that's why it's important. It First of all, you better not. You <laughs> not better tag my, me. Just all my stories. So anyway, on. if you don't know anymore, you can't grow anymore. You, Donnie said it. Thank Listen, you. I just got to I just got to give y'all a message. If you don't know anymore, you cannot grow anymore, okay? If you don't know anymore, you can't grow anymore. Donnie so, said oh. that. Posted it. I posted it. <laughs> I cannot stand you. I cannot stand you Share anyway. If you agree. <laughs> In all seriousness, you got to keep growing. So, you know, there's going to be a time when you just don't have any interest to take another course or join another mastermind. You know, you're going to, you're going to, your time in your company is going to expire. Does it end with you? Who do you put in place? You probably will start with, you know, hiring a COO, then you'll get into a CFO. And then eventually you want to be able to hire a CEO. I would definitely say CFO first though. I would say a COO first, just because um, I know the importance of having these systems and your team and all of these things in place. I know the importance of but the policies. And a COO isn't necessarily in, well, I guess they'd be. Oh, they absolutely are. But operations and systems are different. Operations and systems are different, but, but, but they go a, hands in but hand. A, but a CFO, yes, absolutely. But a CFO will help identifying where the money's coming from or where you need to um, 
put more systems in place or what operations need to intensify or you need to pull away from. So all of those, both of those roles work well together, right? Mm -hmm. In my opinion, um, a CFO has to have money to manage. Your COO helps you make that money. But if you have money to hire a COO, you've got enough money. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. It depends on what you're paying. You can, you can, you can get a COO who, you know, they're just down for the, the mission and their work. You know, it just depends. Are you down for the mission? I am down for the mission, but my, my price is my price. <laughs> I am. I am, I am down for the mission. No, but seriously, whatever order you choose to hire somebody in, um, the important thing is, I would say, you know, can you start putting these positions in place before you hit your six, your first six figures? You can. Um, you should even. If you've got some people who are talented, who are willing to work with you, you know, at a lesser rate right now and grow with the company, that's great. But for sure, once you once you hit six figures and you see a future in your company and you know that you're going to grow and you're going to make more money, it's time for you now to start not just having VAs and personal assistants. It's time for you now to start creating your executive board in your company so that you have high level thinkers helping you grow and not just people who are waiting to be told what to do. Yeah, that's a fact. Good conversation. Does this help, guys? Okay, good, good. All right. Um, yo, you never really asked how my day was. Well, and I'm getting sick of it. Because I asked you, I was like, how's your day? You start talking about your day, and then we just get into the podcast. But Chance, how was your week? You don't care. How was how was your week? Well, it, that's not true. Don't let you me never, bring attention to it, and then you, now you care. You never <laughs> you always start going straight into the questions. Now as you're soon blaming as I it share, on me. yeah, I, 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 I tell you how I feel, and then you attack me more. This is crazy. This is hilarious. This episode is sponsored by. No, 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 no. <laughs> How was your week? It doesn't. It doesn't I want to know. It doesn't mean week? anything now. How was your week? If you come in the house and Kenny starts talking about his day, and you're like, "Yo, I wanted to talk about my day," and he says, "Okay, honey, how was your day?" The energy's different. Chance, I feel terrible. I'll try it again next week. We'll we'll try again next week. This episode is sponsored (laughs) by the. I know how your week was. How you know? (laughs) Because I talked to you in real life. (laughs) But but we talked about stuff. You didn't you didn't check on my emotions and my feelings. Shans, are you? I could be going through a real tough emotional time right now, and you wouldn't know. Are you okay from a mental health perspective? It's too late. Just try next week. I'll try again next week. We're going to lunch after this, right? Yeah, we're going to lunch after this. We'll talk about it after. Yo, absolutely. Because every time we have a business lunch, we don't even talk about business. We are going to talk about business. Until the end. We have a lot of business to talk about. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. A lot. Yo, so many major moves are being made right now. Like, it... If we're being totally honest, there's just a lot of pieces. Yeah. But once we start putting them bad boys together, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's lit. It, it definitely is lit right now. So. A lot of pieces. We just got the word back that our trademark is a go. So mm, mm-hmm. you'll start hearing us a show. have a different level of conversation. But we got something that's coming at the top of 2022. <laughs> yeah, man. You're right. I don't like this outfit. That outfit is... I just threw some stuff. I just threw some clothes on, bro. This is crazy. The outfit is terrible. I don't like this outfit at all. Where are you getting these jeans from? These look like jeans from um, Saks. They're not, no, they're not. They're not. You like these jeans? 
The Maybe jeans are actually go, cool. I think it's the they shoes. They don't go with the shoes. Yeah, I don't like these shoes. At all. And your pocket got to stay in position. Like, that's really terrible. Yo, can I, in, can I do the sponsorship, please? You can. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by the Podcasters Blueprint. Listen, if you are looking to start a podcast, you're listening to this podcast every single week, why don't you start your own? I can teach you how to start, launch your podcast, and make money from it. I can teach you how to do that, okay? Um, because we've heavily monetized our own podcast. Not only me, I've helped a bunch of other people launch the podcast as well. So we got the podcasters course. It is uh, podcastersblueprint.com. And a and little special thing for you right now. Now, I don't know if this code is still active by the time you're watching this, but if you type in social proof as a promo code, we're going to take 20% off just because you're a loyal listener to the podcast, okay? So go to podcastersblueprint.com, check it out. We'd, ha- we'd love to have you um, a part of uh, the community. And themorningmeetup.com, still the only organization that gathers every single day. Yo, and I was thinking about this the other day. Donnie, uh-huh. where would you go? Okay, just not talking about the morning meetup. Okay. If you wanted to meet up with four or 500 entrepreneurs, like actually see them and talk to them every single day outside of the morning meetup, where would you go? I can't think of a single place. There's no place in the world like what we've built. Isn't that cool? That is. No cap, no promotion. It's just, if you could find, if you, somebody, listen, if you can find another place that gathers entrepreneurs every single day, four or 500 people every single day, and you're led by the best business coach in the world, David Chance. I'm teaching the stuff. I'm taking time. If I say it enough, you're like, yo, you're the best in the world. Um, but yes, we do have the second best in the world that comes on every now and again. Donnie, she pulls up and she teaches. And I'm introducing you to my entire network of entrepreneur friends, successful people that is on the call on a regular basis. And, and we have a book club and we read a chapter every single day and we talk about the chapter every morning, the chapter that we read last night. So go to themorningmeetup.com or podcastersblueprint.com or both. Just do them both. And I'm done. Donnie Wiggins. Do them both. Do them both. Oh, text me too. First of all, how many call to actions do you have? I'm just trying to stay in touch with my friends. How many call to actions? 404-737-4935. You know what? Text me right now. I'm about to text you back. 404. Send me a text. Be like, yo, Dave, how you doing? Just send me a text. 404-737-4935. Have you been seeing this? You got to make 300000 yeah, in 24 hours. That. Who are you calling? I saw that. You nor I were on that list. Neither one of us. Neither on one list. of us were on that list. And I can't knock anybody on the list. I don't know the person in the top right. I know everybody else. Me either. I didn't know that person either. Nor did I know the person who created it. So Who created it? It was probably Marcus. Because he's number one. <laughs> Marcus was like, yo, I'm going to send you this real quick. I need you to post it, act like you made it, and then tag me in it. <laughs> yo, you see five. Tell him we know he made it. Okay. Made but anyway, it. go ahead. Go ahead, Donnie. All right, you guys. So this episode is brought to you by a couple of things, more than what Shane's just talked about. Y'all, we are doing some incredible things. How many call things. actions you got? We are doing some incredible things in the world of entrepreneurship. I'm going to make this really quick. I've got some available resources to help you take your career to the next level. Let's go. First things up, 
Six Figure Accelerator. Are you a coach, consultant, or course creator who's not making much money? You don't have clarity. You need someone to help you put your program together from scratch. Well, hold on real quick. What is an accelerator? An accelerator is a fast track. It helps you speed things up. I think I need that for my business. I think you do. Six Figure Accelerator, you guys, is a program that I've put together. I have a couple of options for you. So we have the program that comes with a course and coaching from me, Q&As with my team and a whole lot of other good stuff. You can absolutely access that. And I'm going to make this easy for you to access all of this stuff. Give me just a second. Give me just a walk second. It, honey, all walk right? It, walk it. Take Give time. me just a second. Then we have post to paid. You're a service-based entrepreneur. You help somebody get an actual transformation. You do credit. You're a fitness coach. You are someone, again, who helps someone along their way in their journey. Mm -hmm. But you don't know what to post on social media in a way that will help you connect with your audience. You don't get any engagement. You don't know how to promote yourself. And you're constantly overwhelmed with coming up with what to say on social media. I have created post to paid the only community where can you get text messages directly to your phone from a content creation expert? Yeah, that's still about marketing. Three now. times a day. Do you know of a place? Actually, I don't. But you don't. I, you you still don't. Have messages. Like. You don't. <laughs> Post to pay right. is what you want. Thirty-seven dollars a month, and you know what I'm doing now? Brand new. What are you doing? I am working specifically. Working specifically, me working with you, helping you to put together your coaching or consulting program, like not just through a course, because I get that some people are just coursed out. They want to work with the experts that have done it. I have opened it up. I have opened up my workshop, you guys. Really? Launcher Coaching Business Dang, Workshop. Man, we've been waiting on that. The That's Launcher the Coaching Business Workshop. I'm going to be working with you. I'm going to be working with you for five days. So whenever you see this, the, wait, the wait list is available. All you have to do, you guys. So if you're looking to uh, take advantage of any of these things that were talked about and you want to work with me, all you got to do is text me, 404-737-2767. If you are a coach or consultant and you're looking to develop your business or you're trying to find out what that area of expertise is, you can text the word accelerator. You can text the words post to paid if you need the content strategy or if you want to work with me directly. You can text the word workshop. Bam. There, there it is. Listen, we uh we appreciate you all coming uh to the show every single week and commenting. We really, really appreciate it. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, do yourself a favor, okay? Hit the little follow button on your Apple device on Spotify. Follow, please. We need all the likes and comments and five stars. We need it all because I believe we deserve to be the number one business podcast in the world. In the world. We yeah. do deserve it. Guys, we work hard. Yeah. We work hard. Like, we literally are always thinking about ways to be better. Yeah, for be sure. Be better executors, be better leaders, be better teachers, better thought leaders. We 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 do this yeah, for like sure. in real life. And we're like top 40, top 50 business in the world. But and I, I listen to like the top 10. Mm -hmm. They just got more exposure. They just have more exposure. That's it. That's so are you sharing, not even just subscribing, but are you sharing us? Ask yourself this. Have I honestly shared David and Donnie in the Social Proof podcast with 20 people that I know? Mm. Mm. Have I done support. that? If huh? not, have I'm you? stop right 20? now. 20? 
20 people. Okay. No, nope, did, nope, nope. did you share with all Cobb County? Huh? Did you? No. <laughs> you didn't even tell Cobb County. You didn't about. even tell Cobb County, King of Cobb <laughs> County? Have you shared the so? Do you love us enough to just share the post, share our podcast for free? And I'm not talking about just sharing it on your stories. That is great. That is awesome. Awesome. But I want you to be intentional about going down to the bottom of the link, wherever you see it, hit the share button and send it in a text message and tell people, hey, you've got to check this podcast out. 20 people. 20. 20. That's your assignment this week. Via text. We are out of here, man. We're about to go um, eat. Yeah, talk meat. business. We're about to go eat meat. Yeah. Talk business. <laughs> We're about to meet and eat. <sighs> Bye, you guys. <laughs> we out here. <laughs> David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com